0: And we're now joined by Will Baumgartner from the Pamlico Sound. Will, welcome to the program. Hi, glad to be here. Thank you so much for joining us. So let's get right into it. For anyone who is not familiar with the Pamlico Sound, how would you describe your sound?
1: We're contemporary funk and soul, but we are definitely heavily influenced by classics. Um, I would say our biggest influence is Sly and the Family Stone. Second closest is George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic. Of course, we don't have quite as many members as P-Funk, but <laughs> we're working on it. We're at, we're at 11 members now.
0: Wow, that's way more than I initially thought. Um, since they are not able to join us, would you like to throw it around the horn and shout out the rest of the group?
1: Absolutely. So On guitar, Jimmy G, uh, also known as Jimmy Giacchetti, but we just generally refer to him as Jimmy G. And he's the longest running member of the band besides me. I am one of the two lead vocalists. I'm also a member of the horn section. But the other lead vocalist is Jessica Trunella. She hasn't been with the band for a real long time, but she's amazing. She's, she's on the new single, uh, More Than Some. On bass, Gareth Shemesh. On drums, Aaron Sandry. On keys, Will Snyder. And in the horn section, besides myself, M, I play baritone, soprano, flute, and harmonica. But we've got Sarah Mount on alto saxophone, Eric Jordan on tenor saxophone, Matt Wilkalak on trumpet, and we have two backup singers, Genesee Warman and Emily Rutherford.
0: Wow, that's quite a collective. When did you form and how did you all come together?
1: So I've been on the Colorado music scene for about 20 years and I've led several bands in that time. I moved here from New York City. Uh, Late 2010, I decided that I really wanted to do a band that just focused on funk and soul. I put together a group of people just through contacts and, and we took off pretty quickly. In 2011, we headlined the Bluebird and the Fox. Got a lot of attention because we were doing these huge college parties and they were doing a party a month and there would be on an average like 200 people coming through that house in the course of a night. And it just happened pretty quickly that people were talking about us all over campus. And that was why the Fox jumped on us is because they were hearing about us. What we've done is we've consistently built like this super strong local and regional following and we're hoping to take it national and international asap we keep getting better and better um, i i think and so do so do our fans
0: with so many moving parts how are you able to stay connected as a group and with your fans given the times we're in right now
1: Yeah, you know, what a lot of bands have done we did live streams um we did a socially distanced show at Upslope in September, which sold out, which actually went beyond sold out. And then, what I've been doing is just writing a bunch of new material and bringing it into the band. And so we've been, you know, rehearsing every week and preparing to record a new album. You know, it's just been a matter of that we all love what we're doing. Uh, we love this band. We love being a part of this band. We love our fans, and and we were. You know not gonna let this slow us down or at least not let it stop us it certainly hasn't
0: you briefly mentioned it there a moment ago about writing some new material what are some of the other things you were able to work on as a group in 2020?
1: i've written like two albums worth of material this summer so what we're working on now is not really exactly a concept album but There are several songs that definitely refer to what the world has been going through with the coronavirus. And I I would say loosely, it still is a sort of concept album because it's, there's the general theme running through it is about being strong, being supportive sticking together in hard times, and so on. So that's, that's a basic theme. I've also written a bunch of songs for an album that's kind of beach-themed. The Pamlico Sound is actually a body of water on the Outer Banks of North Carolina, where I'm from. And I have, you know, a lot of memories of growing up on the beach, and, and I decided that I was going to do a sort of—I uh, don't know if you're familiar with Parliament's Motor Booty affair—but my hope is that we can get an album that's anywhere near as good. I mean, if it's anywhere near as good as that album, I'll be like super happy. Definitely be a fun album, and definitely—I mean—but that's that's something that we may not actually get that album recorded until next year. This year, we're going to do the one that's. That's a little bit less of a concept album, but still, like I said, you know, the theme running through it is um, loosely related to the struggles that the world's been through in the last year.
0: Well, looking into the immediate future, you have a socially distanced, limited capacity show coming up at the Boulder Theater on March 12th. What can we expect from that?
1: wonderful things. I'm super excited about it, especially you know, because the, it's been such a hard year for live music and so on. We really, I've, I was like, you know, we're gonna put on a, an extravaganza. So we're, first of all, it's aside from the show that we did up at Upslope in September, it's going to be the first time a lot of people see us with um, Jessica, our new female lead vocalist, and she's just amazing. She's just an incredibly powerful singer with a great spirit and a whole bunch of fun. And also be the first time that they've seen us with backup singers, unless they were at the uh, Upslip show. We're going to be doing new material that no one's heard before, material that's slated to be on this on next album. So new material... Uh, new members and we're going to have a comedian christina Kleeman, who's a local up-and-coming comedian and she's going to do a little set between our sets so we're going to do two sets and christina's going to get up there and do a bit so i'm super excited about that as well it'll be the first time we've had a comedian in one of our shows
0: well then that's uh lot to look forward to in that show. Again, that is going to be on March 12th, 2021. There are safety guidelines in place. It will be a limited capacity, socially distanced show. So for more information and, of course, tickets, be sure to check out Uh well to wrap up, let's how about we get into a song we've been talking about more than some a few times. How did the song come together and what's a little bit about it? It's
1: actually a song that I wrote a while ago. Um, and then I kind of shelled it. sounded a little bit too much like um uh, Buddy Holly's Not Fade Away. And I thought, you know, let me see if I can rework that. And so I actually changed it into, it didn't have that Bo Diddley beat anymore. It didn't have that feel. I changed it into uh, something that, that to me sounds like kind of a late 60s early 70s funky soul upbeat party tune and the lyrics are referring to how people want to kind of they have an ideal person that they think they're going to be in a relationship with and they want these various parts put together into the perfect person and of course that's not how relationships work you love a person for everything they are including the parts that don't fit your ideals and so it's a play on words play on the old phrase that something is more than the sum of its parts and I also when I had originally written it didn't have uh, a part for a female vocalist and so I wrote these answer lines where I'll sing a line and then she sings a line and so that's that's sort of the uh, genesis of that song.
0: Well, let's get right into it then. I wish you the best of shows at the Boulder Theater in March and a fruitful 2021. Will, thank you so much for joining me here on KGNU.
1: Thanks again, so much, Patrick. And thanks so much to KGNU. We love you guys.